0: Hello, and welcome to the Happy Days podcast. I'm Callum Church, and in these episodes, I'll be discussing my very own ideas, findings, and knowledge which I've discovered along my own personal development journey. Now, if you're like me, and you're striving to live a life fulfilled, or perhaps you're simply looking to live just that little bit better, then this is the place for you, because I'll be covering various topics from philosophy to psychology, mindfulness to motivation. But hey, that's enough of an introduction. Enjoy the episode. I hope you gain some value from it. And if you do, well, happy days. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Happy Days podcast. I'm Callum Church. And in this episode, we'll be discussing how to live in the present and really maximise your life. Do you ever feel like life is just passing you by? Like it's just rushing past you totally out of your control. Sometimes I look back and I think, wow, where did that time go? What have I been doing? Um and I felt like life was passing me by for quite a while, up until recently. You see, I've recently just turned twenty and it's crazy because I'm no longer a teenager, I'm I'm a fully grown adult now. I'm a grown man, really. And it's just crazy because I still feel 16. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just strange. And 20 years old, if I imagine that I'm going to live to, say, 80, I think that's roughly the average uh, lifespan. If I live to 80, I've already lived a whole quarter of my life. And, and to me, that sounds like quite a lot of my life because it's just gone. It's happened and it's in the past now. Life's always a rush. I don't know um, if you feel like this, but when I go to big cities like London, everyone's rushing around, everyone's talking on the phone, everyone's pushing past you, all this, all that. And it is exhausting, man. It's exhausting. And in the modern world, we live in a, a, a world where we have information overload. It's information on demand. If I want to find out what the biggest land mammal is on Earth, then I Google it. If I want to find out this, I want to find out that, then I look online. Or if I want to know what's going on in the world, then I just switch on the news. Especially when doubled up with social media. Like, man, it's crazy. You know, apps like Twitter, where there's just so much conversation, so much news, everything going on. It truly is information overload. And what this is actually doing is actually taking our attention away from what really matters. You see, the, the human brain can only actually process 120 bits of information, like megabit bytes, but without the mega, just bits of information per second, 120. And when you take into account that just listening to someone speaking to you takes up 60 bits, just you listening to this podcast right now, listening to my voice, is taking up a whole half of your attention so if you have two people speaking to you at the same time, you can just barely process that. Now if we take into account everything that goes on in our lives every day when we're, when, when we're constantly connected through our smartphones and through modern technology, it truly is information overload. And the way that we deal with this, our, our, our brains actually naturally filter out what's most important to us. But because we have so much information, these natural filters which are used to protect us, you know, back when we were, you know, cavemen and it was used to look out for predators or maybe spot, you know, food for us. These natural filters have actually started filtering out our entire lives. That's why you feel like your life has passed and you buy maybe, is because... Your brain is actually filtering out your experiences in your life. You're totally wasting your life because of this information overload. And this is pretty pretty difficult to escape from, right? Because it's not as if we can just go live off the grid. I mean, you could if you wanted to, but that's not an option for the most, most people. So how do we stop this? How do we take in less information? See, what I've done recently is I've actually deleted my social media... I'm not saying you have to do this, but this is something which has helped for me to deal with this. Um, So I've deleted Twitter because that was a big waste of my time. I took all my news from Twitter, all this pointless information, all different people's opinions that, quite frankly, I don't need to care about. I don't need to look at that. So I got rid of that. I've got got rid of Instagram, Facebook, the lot. I mean, TikTok. TikTok's crazy. I had to get rid of that because... It's the most addicting app I've ever been on. And it feeds you so much pointless information. You just get sucked into this this vortex of quick, snappy content, and it's just a waste of your time. I mean you can spend half an hour on TikTok quite easily, and what would you what would you have actually gained from that? Probably not much. It's probably just taken up all of your focus and all of your attention, which is actually so precious these days. You know, watching the news, there's so much information out there that's just fed to us. It's coming from all angles. And to be honest, we don't really need it. If we went through our lives without knowing what's going on, you know, on the news, it obviously is important to know what's going on, but on the news, it's you don't really need to know. It's It's just so much pointless information. So... How can we help this? Now, first off, you can get away. And I don't mean a holiday, because not everyone is fortunate enough to be able to do that, uh, you know, frequently. Not nearly as frequently as maybe we need to. But you just need to get away. It could be anything. Exercise, for some people it's meditation. You know, for some people it might be reading a book. It's just taking in less information than you would in your normal life, where maybe you're spending... Several hours a day on your phone or watching TV or at your computer so you know that could be exercise a- anything from riding a bike or going for a run just switch off for a little bit and tell me how refreshed do you feel after you've done a bit of exercise and I don't mean in your body I mean in your mind because a lot of the time people um they feel great after they've exercised not necessarily in their body because it might be aching you'll probably probably be tired but it feels bloody good to get out and do some exercise and that's partly the endorphins but it's also also because you've been switched off now recently i went to france on holiday with my girlfriend and her family and i took this as an opportunity for one week just to totally switch off this was the start of when i deleted all of my social media I turned my phone off, didn't use it, didn't even look at it, other than FaceTiming my family, maybe taking a couple pictures, I didn't even touch my phone, I spent the whole time for a whole week cooking, reading, talking to my girlfriend's family, talking to my girlfriend, exercising, I was actually doing activities in the moment, and actually focusing on these activities, which were enriching, and... Honestly, that was probably probably the best I'd felt in ages, if not ever. <laughs> I felt great, and I was buzzing, I was positive, and I was just so refreshed. I felt alive. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people out there that are constantly saying, life's too short, you know, why is my life so short? Why am I giving this life just to fade away again after a short period of time? And... Really, in reality, that's not true. I'm telling you, life isn't short. We're just wasteful of it. We just waste a lot of it. How many people do we see working in a job that they hate or even dislike? You know, and people's reasons for doing this might be because, well, it pays well. Or, well, I'm able to go on a two-week holiday every year because of this job. But let's just think about that for a moment. People are spending 90% of their lives working or doing something that they don't particularly enjoy or, you know, not really being truly in the moment enjoying life. Just to have 10% of luxury to live, what a waste. I mean, if you had £100 gifted to you, Say, 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 say you got it um, in a letter from the government giving you back your tax, where you, where you overspend your tax, and you get 100 quid. Imagine if you just threw away 90 of it so that you could spend the 10 quid. It's like, say, say you spend 90 pounds on a taxi just to go and spend 10 pounds on a coffee in town. You'd be crazy to do that, right? I used to work all week... Just so that I could go out and enjoy myself at the weekends. And I actually spent a lot of my time not truly... I wouldn't say that I hated it, but I disliked my midweek. And I only really, truly felt excited about my weekends. You know, I go out every Saturday, go to the pub with my friends, go out clubbing... ...and just get drunk, and that was my way of enjoying myself, that was it. But when you think about it, when you spend five days a week working just to earn a bit of money... ...so you can go out on a Saturday, enjoy your Saturday night, sure, but then feel shit on a Sunday because you're hungover... ...I'm only living one-seventh of my life, how wasteful is that? I might as well have just thrown my time and my money down the toilet, I was spending all my money... And all my time from the week on alcoholic drinks to get drunk, and then I was just throwing that away. I was literally pissing that out into a toilet. I might, I might as well have just thrown that money down the toilet. Now, you know what I'm most scared of in life? It's actually ending up like the majority of people and not striving to enjoy every moment of my life. That is what I'm most scared of. I'm not scared of death. I'm not scared of anything like that. I'm just scared that I won't actually live a life truly fulfilled. Now, how often do we see lottery winners go broke? It's usually in the news, actually, that you see people that have won millions of pounds, millions of dollars, you know, 5 million, 10 million, 2 million maybe, you know, it could be anything, maybe 20 million, and then they go broke. Now, how have they done that? It's because the money has been ill-spent. They're not really very good spenders of the money which they've inherited. Now, that, imagining that that money is your time on earth. What would you do with it? Would you spend it all on small little luxuries, you know, fast cars and stuff like that to, you know, just spend it all on that stuff? Or would you invest it? Would you invest it over time? Would you spend that time achieving a goal? or what you want in life. I wanna ask you another question. Are you living your life as if you're going to live forever? Are you wasteful of your days? And are you pretending that you're not gonna die one day? Because I can tell you that one day we all will, you will. There's an interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson um, about living forever and I think it's a really powerful message. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna play it for you right now.
1: If you could live forever, Would you? Yes. (laughs) Okay. We're We're not on the 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 (laughs) interface. Yes. Uh, No, okay. Sure. That's an attractive idea. But the way I look at it is it is the knowledge that I'm going to die that creates the focus that I bring to being alive, the urgency of accomplishment. The need to express love now, not later. If we live forever, why ever even get out of bed in the morning? Because you always have tomorrow. That's not the kind of life I want to lead. But why don't you fear not being around? I fear living a life where I could have accomplished something and didn't. That's what I fear. I I don't fear death.
0: It's powerful. It's really powerful and it wakes you up. And whether you like it or not, there's an urgency in life. So don't let it pass you by. Another practice which you can use to take yourself back to the moment is mindfulness. Now, our heads are everywhere. They're drawn in all different places. You know, our attention has been taken over here, it's been taken over there. And it's literally like someone is grabbing our brain and just stretching it out. And you might start to feel foggy. You might start to feel like life is just going. And your brain is scattered all over the place. Now, what can we do to bring all of this back, to collect all of the little pieces of our brain and put it back together and truly be back in the moment? How do we do this? What I do, and I want you to do it right now, is I want you to breathe in, then breathe out out, and be fully aware of your being. Be fully aware of being in the moment. Maybe even think to yourself in your head, I'm breathing in now, I'm breathing out now, mindfully. Now I want you to do that for me now. Breathe in. Breathe out. And do that for me one more time, totally mindfully. Totally being in the moment. Just bring all of your attention back into the moment. Breathe in. Breathe out. Now, how's that feel? It's a lot better. It's a lot more focused. And that's living in the moment. Now, what I want you to do, I want you to try and do this as much as you can throughout your day as often as you can remember maybe even write it on a sticky note and put it on the fridge or maybe even you know hang it up on the wall somewhere i've got a whiteboard right in front of me actually just above my desk and what i've written on it is bring yourself back into the moment and every time that i look at that i remember to breathe in and breathe out and just bring myself back into the moment Now time is split into different periods, it's three different periods. Split into the past, the present and the future. Of which we know that the past is certain, because it's already happened, the present is short and the future is doubtful. Now some people are ashamed of their past and they don't like looking back on it. It's ill-spent maybe and they're just ashamed of it. And whereas there's also a lot of people that look into the future, you know, they, they say to themselves, oh, well, in this amount of time, I'll be happy in this amount of time, I have this job in this amount of time, I'll have this car in this amount of time, I'll have all these things, and I'll be happy. And I can tell you for a fact that those things might make you happy for just a moment. But then once you've had those things, you're always looking for the next thing up. To say, you'll be happy when you get that promotion. Well, what happens when you get that promotion? You're going to be looking for the next one. And you're going to be looking for the next two years. Or the next big car. Or the next expensive thing which you're going to buy. Or the next thing that you might achieve. And you're not going to be happy. So how are we happy? We bring ourselves back into the moment. And we truly actually be happy with what we've got already. And just be happy that you're alive, man. It's a gift. It's a massive gift. The future isn't what you should focus on because it's nothing but opportunity. You're not living in the future. I mean, you will be one day, but that will be a a fleeting moment and then that will suddenly be the past. So just think about this for me. I'm just going to leave you with this. If you focus on the present and live fully, virtuously in the moment, you can convert the opportunity of the future into the legacy of your past. Now I'm just going to say that again, I want you to really focus on these words. If you focus on the present and live fully, virtuously in the moment, you can convert the opportunity of the future into into the legacy of your past. That's all for me for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. I hope you've learned something from this. And hopefully you spend the rest of your day practicing those breaths, living in the moment. And hopefully after this, you won't be feeling like life is passing you by. And if you feel like it, you do, then maybe just come back to this episode and just think about some of the things I've said. Thank you very much for listening. That's all for me. Take care. So there you go. That's the end of the show. If you enjoyed, make sure to subscribe on your podcasting app of choice so you can download and listen as each episode is released. If this episode helped you in any way, tell your friends, tell your family, maybe even leave a cheeky review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. But that's all for now. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode released shortly. Take care.